0: It didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket. It turned around and looked at me. They
1: looked up, and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away.
0: And suddenly, they're right in front of the car, he slams on the brakes and manages to stop. Skidding because it's like quite, you know, and um, graveling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them they're panicking, they're like roof their, their, their face is like twitching.
1: Welcome back to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. All right, Bigfoot Society, we've got a... uh... Mr. MK Davis, uh, with us today. How's it going, MK?
0: Oh, doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing good. We we got a nice nice fall day out here in Iowa, and not too bad. And you know, can't complain. I'm able to talk to some some fun people today, so uh, it's a good day for me, sir. And how about yourself?
0: Well, uh, it's it's a really nice day down here in Mississippi. The sun is shining. It's warmed up real nice. We've had some cooler weather, uh, but this is my time of the year. I, I love the fall.
1: Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, MK, take a f- if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes and, and telling people about what it is they should know about yourself.
0: Okay. Well, well basically, I kind of backed into the Bigfoot world. Uh, I was uh, doing astrophotography. And this was back when it was done with film. And I came across a couple of photos. You know, the Internet is like a big vacuum cleaner. It Yeah. Uh, it, it just put th- people leak stuff out onto it. Yeah. And there was these two wonderfully produced photographs. They were so strikingly clear that uh, it caught my attention. I said, well, you know... I, Everything I'd ever seen of the Patterson Bigfoot film was dark and grainy and shaky. And and I recognized that people had used some of the techniques that you use in astrophotography, you know, to, to rescue faint detail. Uh, and I, I could see that that had been employed on these photos, and I, I became interested in them. I, I started making uh, inquiries about where these came from and and of course there's a general rule is you can't get a good picture from a bad film right uh, if it if that film truly was no good where did these photos come from and so I, I began an inquiry uh into that and and I began to collect images and I made connections I spoke at a at a uh, couple of conferences up in oregon and and uh, made connections with uh, some people from Canada who were able to get access to the better images. So I began a collection of the better images they sent them to me because they, they realized that I was making an honest effort to, to d- deep dive into the film. And I felt like that the film would, when you got the best versions of it, And then you, you did some of the things that you can do to film to stabilize it, Uh, it remove the planes, all the, it's got four or five planes of motion, you know, the hand motion shaking, the, the, the legs are up and down when you're running and, and it's all over the place. And if you can, you can take that out of there. And so, uh, I said, it should tell its own story. Uh, it may not need me. To do any explaining, just put it together in its best form and let people look at it. Hmm. Uh, and, and I think it, by and large, has has done that. It, it, the film is much more uh, widely accepted, uh, and so uh, with in in that form, that is, you know, uh, it, it when it's shaky and grainy and dark and all over the place, you you can pretty much say what you want to say about it. You know, if you're a skeptic, it, you know, they, you could say what you want, or or if you're you believe it's this or that or the other. But when it's in its best form, it, it most of that is eliminated, and and it leaves you with just a jaw dropping piece of cinema. Uh, there's
1: so many different questions. Um, so I mean, you look at the Patterson Gimlin film, and it is not a clear piece of film. But then you said you're able to get these shots of the film that are are pretty clear. Um I just want to make sure did I understand that correctly?
0: Right, right. It's it's amazing the amount of degradation takes place right. when you make a when you make a copy. Uh sure. and, and different copies are made different ways. Uh and you also change film stocks. Uh, so if you if you starts off with a 25 speed, coat of color two, which is the second best that that as coat chrome two that that Kodak made, it was only Technicolor was better. Uh, it, it 25 speed, you can make a, a mural and the size of the side of a barn and okay. it'll be clear. Uh, so you know, but if you transfer it over to something else, that's like say. 500 speed then you got grain mm. and you you brought you you project that you got a grainy film and, and then it you you copy it you build contrast so each time you copy it the the whites become whiter and the the darks become darker Brilliant. and so you end up with a silhouette walking across a white sandbar <laughs> yeah you know, that, that's not good uh, and it's and it's grainy so and, and it, it you see what i mean uh, uh the handling of the film is is probably the 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 worst thing that happened to the film uh if if that film had been treated correctly sure uh it it, it it we would probably have it in textbooks now but you know it, it, it's it's getting there
1: so you're saying you had these certain stills um are, are these things like you had uh, you know when I think of the uh the PG film I'm thinking like uh, thinking of stills I'm thinking like 3 frame 352 stuff like that like what kind of uh stills were were you getting what was in these these uh these these shots that you uncovered
0: Well I got some from Mrs. Patterson that was just Sterling okay uh, they were transparencies uh, four okay. by five transparencies, wow. uh, just, they were so wonderfully clear. I mean, it, it make a lump come up in your throat. Uh, when, when she got them down, she said, well, let me, let me show you guys some of his Rogers, uh, stuff here. And she, she pulled this shoe box out of the top of a closet Oh my goodness! and she put, she put it on a, a table and she went to pick an envelope out of it and. Caught a hold to these transparencies and dumped them in the floor. Wow! I picked them up. She she says, "Oh, those are Roger's negatives." I, I said, "No, ma'am, these are not negatives. They're they're positive transparencies." Uh, I held it up to the light, and uh, I mean, I, my jaw just dropped at their at their quality and the clarity yeah. of them. Uh, it, it it was it was what I thought it would be. You know, if you could get back closer to the master. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, that, that uh, you know, opened a lot of people's eyes. I published it. It was frame 352, which mm-hmm. I got, well, I think, seven frames from her. And I got uh, frames that were created from the master by a man named Bruce Bonney, who was employed by Rene Dehinden sure. to do that. Uh, and they were fabulous photos as well, um, and so and I, some came from Canada, you know. Uh, okay. Others came from the West Coast. Uh, so I actually had a copy of the film to work with for a couple of years. Uh, so it it's it has I've been gradually able to to improve the film, improve the stability of it. Take that hand motion out because we're only made to interpret one plane of motion hmm. at a time. You know, you got all those different planes of motion. We know uh it's it's walking, so it's doing some motion. And the background's going from right to left. And then uh the, the person holding the camera is mm-hmm. got movement. You know, all of that movement, it causes the mind to freeze. It, it can't interpret it because it, it's, it's looking at too much information from too many angles. Sure. Uh, so when you put it, bring it all to center and you make it stable, then you can see the minute details, the minutiae, uh, you can see the things that you recognize. In your daily life, uh, the motion, the, the movement of muscles under the skin and things like that, mm-hmm. which are biomechanical, you know, uh, that that's what we trust our eyes for, you know, to tell us. We don't we don't think that the people we see every day are hoaxes. You know, uh, it's only when you can't see it good that that you can call it a hoax or, or any other thing you want to call it 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 all goes away when you can see it good.
1: So here's a here's a direct question for you. Um being so you're you say you're able to see it extremely clear, you know, through over the years. So in your personal opinion, do you think that we are dealing with a hoax or something that is uh real, the real creature?
0: It's it's absolutely for certain real. Okay. It's no hoax. Uh, it's, it is, you know, exactly what it's portrayed to be, uh, what they call a Sasquatch.
1: Interesting. Um, looking over, you know, you've analyzed this film so many times, so many different ways. Have you noticed uh, things from the film that, you know, maybe other people haven't caught you know, look the way that they're looking at it or any details that jumped out to you?
0: Well, I mean, aside from the, the subject of the film, you know, there's there's other things going on. Any yeah, Anytime you film a live event, you know, you pick up things. The camera picks up things that that uh, were, you know, if you, if you had produced a hoax, you would be in total control of what's on the film. But if you're in a live event, you're not. You're not in control of anything. You're filming the the world as it is, hmm. as it is occurring in front of you. Uh, there's there's behind the stump. There's something behind the stump that moves, but it doesn't show enough of itself to get a an ID. Okay. Uh, when she when she's walking by, it's it makes them. A move on you see see it on the right the left side of the stump first then the right side of the stump and then a little bit comes to the top Hmm. like it's squatted down behind it um but it doesn't it doesn't give you a a complete ID on it but you know doesn't stand up
1: so Um, you think it might it might be a different another another maybe adolescent creature
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's most likely that's what it is. Uh, hmm. and and you know couple, couple together with uh, some of the things you should see especially her back uh you can see these muscles under that shoulder blade you can see the shoulder blade moving uh, you know the, the 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 two sides of the glutes you know yeah a lot working of people yep yep that's been a subject uh, uh you know uh, people have used that as kind of a uh, a way of objecting to the film they say it looks like a pillow but that's only because they're looking at a bad copy of the film if you look at the good one you could see that split and it's it's moving they're moving independently um interesting and and some of the early parts of the film that which they don't show much on tv uh because it is so shaky and grainy when you stabilize it you can you can see the glutes very well
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh on the inside of the uh of the kind of up in the crack of the glutes you can see the hair is worn off so she's done a lot of scooting around in tight places you know maybe in a cave maybe in an sure. overhang that type of thing um so you know that that to to me, it's it's only sixty seconds, but it's it's a, a fantastic sixty seconds.
1: It's absolutely absolutely wild. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time yeah. I saw it on TV, and it was like a in search of rerun or something. But even then, with that copy of it, I mean, it's just like what is going on. Um, have you gotten the uh, the uh, ability to? Have you been able to go out to the film site?
0: I've been out there probably. 15 times oh wow from mississippi yeah yeah wow Uh, for various reasons uh i go out there i did a uh, some compression tests on the sand and i analyzed the sand uh so that i could uh, know a little bit more about you know what the the impressions that she left behind Mm uh the sand is is shale sand it's not it's not the round sand like like you get with quartz crystals and stuff that rolls it'll roll out under your feet uh shale is made of tiny little platelets and they bind together and they they don't they don't uh it's hard to put a deep print in shale sand it it would have to be like very very loose and fluffy left up to do it. If it's been sitting there any length of time, you can't hardly stomp a print in it. Wow. And uh, and so, and she she made a, a, a pretty sizable dent in it. You know, uh, some of her prints are pretty deep. Hmm. Uh, so it gives you an idea of weight. It, it's, it's 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 far heavier than. We are.
1: It'd have to be to make an impression and, yeah. you know, yeah. sounds like in sand like that, you know.
0: Well, that was one of John Green's uh, assertions was that that he, he offered a $100,000 to anybody who could make a footprint out there uh, as deep as hers. No one collected. Wow. Because no one could. That's crazy. You know, in that type of sand.
1: you know using your the way you've looked at the film and your film knowledge and things like that how is it possible like what's the next step with the film can we make it even better than you know the best version we have right now or are we at the point where you know it's it's probably not going to get any better the way that we can look at it
0: well, I have this to say about it. Yeah. And that's what people were saying before I got a hold to it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So so you it's it, you know you you uh, technology improves. Yeah. And when technology improves, uh if I find an, another method or angle for processing this film, I'll go back through the whole thing again. Hmm. Uh and and, and I have, I have discovered or, or developed some processes that work pretty well. Uh, the, the film was taken at a very slow frame rate. In other words, only about half the event was actually filmed. The rest is lost between the frames. Uh, it's, if you think about, you know, it's, it's only a capture of a, a instant of time, each frame. Sure. And what's between them, was missed so, uh, but you can still go back, and there's some processes that you can use that will uh, uh link those two frames together, all the frames in, in such a way that it makes a gradual transition rather than an instant jump.
1: MK, this sounds like an AI thing, easy, you know. It, I don't know if you've it, looked it, into the AI it, stuff that's going on right now.
0: Well, the only thing about AI is they use a uh, prediction software, sure. and that's not yeah. scientific. Okay, that, that's that, that's that's used for for creating the, the the Disney cartoons and stuff that are so lifelike. Yep. Uh, it, uh, the artist will have two frames, and then the computer will fill in the rest with about fifty-eight. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So you can't if the computer is making most of the film. You, you you have to you know, dismiss it as a scientific thing. It's just artistic. Uh science, science uh has to, you have to use only the film. Mm-hmm. If you if you try to predict and you you the computer only predicts what people tell the computer to predict. You know? So uh minutiae, things that are important, uh that would tell you this is a, an actual organic you know living thing might be missed by the computer interesting you know so it's not scientific uh so in, the, in for the sake of science you know you stay with the film uh, although it produces wonderful i call it eye candy mm-hmm. I, I don't there's nothing wrong with using ai uh i think that the film should be all the work on the film should be non ai and then, when you have a final product, use the AI on it to create uh, an even more aesthetic with, version of it.
1: With the disclaimer that, hey, this is AI, but doesn't it right, look cool? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: you have to. Yeah. You have to discount. Uh, when this man did, uh, he did predictive software a, a while back, and people were sending me copies of it, and I, and I loved to look at it, but. Uh, I had to explain, you know, to people that you can't. That he was recommending it be used for research purposes, and I, I said you can't hmm. because you, your film shot at sixteen frames a second, and and it adds up to sixty. So wow. the you know for, what forty four frames are computer generated. You know they're not they're not part of the film. They were just guesses at what lied between the frames yeah. you know uh so uh that that has to you know be put aside for another day and uh you have to go with get what's absolutely on the film 100% and it, because you're trying to identify this one way or another as is it real and is if it is what is it you know so you need all of that minutia
1: thinking back to the uh you know the times you were able to go out to bluff creek you know or even the first time that you were able to go out there was there anything that you were in the area for the first time and that really opened your eyes you're like oh i never thought of it that way but now that i'm here this makes sense
0: well you you get a good idea of the remoteness, number one, sure. of just how far back this was, you know, from civilization. And even if you, even if you went to town, you'd only be going to a, a little small town of Orleans, right. you know, which is, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you could blink and miss it. Uh, so, you know, you're at, you're out in, uh, in the area, uh, that, that, that seldom gets visited. I think that it was getting some visits at the time because of uh, an effort to construct a road through there, uh, which they call the Go Road from mm-hmm. Gasket on the coast to Orleans back in the interior. And uh, that's a road that they have a hard time with to this day. Yeah. That road is closed most of the year, it's got boulders on it. You know, and all kinda of, they they'll clear it off for a month or so and start snowing again. You know, it's way up in the high elevations of Siskiyou's. Uh so uh they don't get a lot of visitors through there most of the year. Uh that's Bigfoot country.
1: Gotcha, yeah. From you know, I've talked to a lot of different guys about that area and it sounds like those roads are they're always messing up cars. You gotta be careful for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. They they really weren't. The Indians it's, it's, it, they consider that area to be sacred. Okay. And uh, they didn't want that constructed. They even formed human chains really? to try to prevent equipment. Oh wow! Prevent equipment from going in there. Uh, they they believed, and I, I'm quoting a uh, what I read in Black and White. Mm-hmm. They believed that. At one time, there was another type of human on the earth or in that area, and that they returned to the stars from two mountain peaks. One called, they call it Doctor Rock or Medicine Peak, uh, and the other is Chimney Rock, and they returned through a hole in the sky. And that's why that area is sacred to them, and they they don't want the the timber cut out of it or invasion of uh, woodcutters or or really much of anyone in there uh, because, well, it's probably because of the presence of these things—Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Watch.
1: When I think, I was just thinking of that phrase hole in the sky, what do you, you know, I know what I might think of, man, I'm thinking of like, is that our version of what we call portals today? I don't know. That's a
0: good question. Yeah. Uh, A hole in the sky, if you think of that term, you know, uh, (laughs) that would fit the bill. For what they call a portal or a way of mm. entering into another dimension or another area uh, in 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 a way that that you know it's non mechanical yeah you know oh, man you're you're leaving, but you're not leaving in a car, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, you're not <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it, it
0: was it was it was only from those two and and they train their shamans on those two peaks to this day they go. And sit and fast and uh, and 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 try to become a shaman by uh, spending time out there on those two peaks. So they didn't want nobody come out there and bother them. Mm. Uh, that
1: is that is I'm, I'm always fascinated by Native American, you know, legends and lore and stories, and that's just that's very very cool stuff. Um, Before we, you know, in our last few minutes, do you have any advice for, let's say, individuals that are getting into, you know, analyzing their own Bigfoot footage or, you know, footage of Bigfoot that they've been given by others? Any any advice that you have?
0: Well, my my advice is don't be intimidated. Uh, If if you if you think there's potential there. Try to learn what you can do. We have a, a lot of things available to just the average mm. fellow uh, with a good computer. And uh, and if you're creative, uh, you can learn to, to custom fit those programs to your unique problems with that film. Uh, every film has its own good and bad points. Uh, they're middle of the road mostly. Uh, the films are they got a, a lens and and the media and all is middle of the road so when it comes to uh you want to look at minutiae the very small tiny things you want it to be clear then you you have to develop a scheme for for filtering to to boost the contrast to boost the, the sharpness uh, The they uh they have uh lenses like the normal middle of the road lenses uh, they don't bring to focus all the colors to one point that's called chromatic aberration so you can find the ones the colors that are not completely and properly focused and if they're digital you can delete them from the image if they're if you're dealing with real film you can use a filter and expose the image through a filter and take that color out. Hmm. And and then the film will sharpen up. It'll it'll be a false color in the sense of the real film, in the digital it'll show it in black and white, but you boost sharpness 20 30%, 1%, will you'll see 10 new things. Oh wow. So you you get an idea why it's worth the effort. Uh, in the patterson film to go back and do it again when a, a little piece of technology is made available that will boost it uh, even if you don't give a one percent 10 new things when you got a film that's like that that's a that's a very important it could be
1: a game changer for doing. sure
0: yeah, yeah surely could. wow
1: i, I feel like this is uh definitely an interview that could give people a lot of rabbit trails to go down and that's a good thing but uh mk thank you so much for uh, it's crazy thank to you. think it's already the end of the half an hour but thank you so much for taking some time out to to chat with me today um before you go is there uh you know if people want to keep up to date with what you're doing um any uh, different ways that they can do that
0: well, uh, uh, you can go to my uh, YouTube channel, which is Green Wave FB 2010. Uh, it's an old football channel that I converted up Just brought my Bigfoot stuff nice. over there. Uh, it, it's fairly popular. Right. I hadn't put much on it lately. Uh, I've, I've been doing more Facebook stuff. Uh, if you want to. Go to uh, just MK Davis. You'll see me on the picture. Uh, And uh, if uh, put in a a request to be a friend, and you can see all of that. Uh, And then I have uh, a WordPress site, which has got some pretty really good stuff on it. Uh, It's, uh, uh, let's see, what did I call that? WordPress.com.
1: I can also, uh, I'll look it up as well, and I'll, I'll put it in the up, show yeah. notes. I, I was looking at that earlier, yeah. <clears throat> so I'll make sure that's all linked for you, no problem. but um,
0: the, Davi- the Davis Report, I'm ah, sorry. Perfect. I, I just got, got kind of perfect. tired today. The DavisReport.wordpress.com, okay. and it'll, it'll take awesome. you there. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much yeah. again, MK, for hanging out with us today, and uh, have a great rest of your weekend, sir. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Bigfoot Society. Any content provided by our guests are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual,